one, Dean. We're going to be here for as long as it takes to get your story straight. Mate, what story? Okay, what do you want me to do, make it up? No, no, I want you to tell me the truth. Have you ever threatened, harassed or intimidated your partner? I'm not doing this. This ends now. I am trying to make sure that Ziggy and your baby are safe. Safe from what? From me? They are my family. What are you even saying? Mac. Mac, what has happened? Is Zig okay? Wait here. I'll talk to her for you. Dean's worried about Ziggy. Yeah, well, she's worried about him too. That's why she sent me. So can you just tell him that she is okay, she can be, given the circumstances? So, has he even been charged with anything? I haven't actually managed to interview him yet. Okay, well, I can talk to him. No, 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 I've got to finish the interview, but you're more than welcome to wait. Gosh, he knows that this is crazy, right? Have a seat. How long this takes is up to him. We are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News, a home and away podcast. Your weekly episode companion podcast for your favourite Aussie soap. Hypothetically, mm. if I was to borrow a toaster to make toast with <laughs> and that was stolen, <laughs> would I need to pay for that, Sophie? Um, yes. <laughs> I, I didn't have to go to the police station to check. <laughs> I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> How are yeah. you? You good? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Um, yeah, well, we're ready. We're ready and raring this week, aren't we? Been so. chit-chatting off air. Eh? Well, I know yeah. I am. Mm. <laughs> <You're> ready, <laughs> ready for the weekend. Woo! That's what I'm ready for. Oh, I know, I know. Don't come quick enough to do these weekends. Don't come quick enough. No. Um, and of course, everybody listening is ready for the weekend because you know what it means—a new episode of Coastal News. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, the best part of the weekend. Hashtag odds. <coughs> Forget the lion, the fry up, the roast dinner. Forget all that. Coastal news. <laughs> Not that we're biased or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You will like this podcast. <laughs> um, all up to date. We are. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. You, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. And do you want your headlines? I do. Yes. Xander decides to be true to himself. Putting the idea of polyamory to bed. <laughs> Sorry, I was really proud of that one. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. Dean is hurled down to YCPD on suspicion of domestic violence, but Bree has made a big mistake. Palmer's putters hit a bit of a recruitment wall, and Tane gets news from his family that makes him feel homesick. Please take the time to like, subscribe and review Coastal News wherever you source your podcasts and ensure you never miss an episode. Xander's sort of second date, or first yeah. date with a second person went well. Yeah. We didn't really, we didn't see it, but it happened off air uh, over mm. at the sofas in Salt. Um, and he's he's on his way out from said date. Is he? There's a scene sort of outside the surf club, isn't there? And yeah. Stacey's talking to Remy, and Zana doesn't like it, does he? 
no. you know, it really gets his back up. Yeah. Um, struggled with this from day one, hasn't he? This this mm. uh, sharing is caring <laughs> motto. Yeah, he has uh, struggled, yeah. I mean, he goes to Irene for one of his... Do you know what I said to you last week? Was it last week? It was in a recent episode. We, we say a lot, but it was, in, it was recently. I know it was. It's quite fresh. Um, I said, I love how Irene's become Xander and Rose's little go-to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sort of indirectly because of Jasmine. And he got off his hottles and I thought, yes, I love these little Xander Rose Irene scenes. Yeah. And he's he goes and buys his little coffee and he gets a bit of words of wisdom from Irene over the counter. And she basically says, you can't keep tying yourself up in knots. Mm. Well, that's exactly what she says. Um, you know, and, and I think that's him making his mind up then. And I thought that was quite nice that it was Irene that made him come full circle because the week prior, it was Irene saying, "There's not just one love in your life, Dal. Go, go get it." And that made him go and try it. Yeah. And it was Irene's. It, I, I thought it was quite clever that it was Irene that brought him back again. Yeah. And I thought that was quite a nice touch. Yeah, it's lovely. And also, she doesn't really know what what her advice is related to at that point does she because it's not until later that he opens up and sort of says you know Stacy and me we're not you know we're not exclusive um, yeah. so when she's given him that advice the week before about you know you, you, there's more than one love of your life etc she's not she doesn't know yeah. <laughs> what, what it was about at the time did she because he asked he just has to you know do you believe in the one and she's just like oh well you know doll you know there might be the one right now but there'll be another one in the future basically <laughs> so yeah. She didn't. She didn't know that he meant there was what two right now. I don't think she really understood what she was being asked at the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's what makes it so nice, you know, yeah. about the whole thing. Everyone and needs so, an Irene. I need an Irene. I need someone that I can check my decisions with. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, especially in the alcohol aisle at Morrison's. Oh yeah, before I get anywhere near it, I need, I need an Irene. <laughs> Irene. <laughs> she'll definitely tell me to stay off the grog won't she yeah, Not... yeah. <laughs> she bursts into flames if she comes anywhere near it um, <laughs> and he takes her out for lunch he says I want to take you for dinner you know or lunch whatever and have a drink and he sits her down and absolute praise to Xander in this moment from me anyway mm. you know he just lays all his cards out doesn't he he yeah. seemed for me and she's like, oh, you know, you, you know, you said you were open. And he's like, it's not about being open in a nutshell. Mm. This is what he was saying. You know, I tried it and I need to be honest with me, honest with you. I want I, I want someone to fall in love with and someone to commit yeah. with, you know. And I think he had to do that. And she takes it well, doesn't she? And she can't not because he's doing exactly what she does. You know, mm. she's living her true self. Uh, so she, can't, she didn't really have anything to say. And I just thought, do you know what? Good on him. Good yeah. on him. Not no, for you. No, exactly. I think I think you're right. I mean, if this had dragged on any longer, I think everyone would be screaming at him because he's going to develop, you know, even more serious feelings for her if it carried on. So, because he, he'd already put her on the spot in the week, hadn't he, and said, is there a chance that we could be monogamous in the future? And she was like, oh, never say never. And I was thinking, that's probably the worst thing you could have said to him. And this is going to drag on. So I was actually really pleased yeah. that he'd come round that quickly and decided, actually, it's not for me. Um, yeah. and, and you're right. What could she say, really? You know, if the fact that she she doesn't want to be monogamous, monogamous I can't I struggle to say that word. <laughs> the fact that she doesn't <laughs> want to just see him exclusively, to me, means that she doesn't care about him that much. So she'll get over it in a day. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. yeah, true. Uh, you know, I, I, I did I said to you last week, didn't I? I didn't want to really use the S word, shallow, mm. but she was coming across as pretty cold in the emotion department. You'd have um, to be, though, wouldn't you, Ross? It wouldn't work because if you get too mm. attached to people, it, yeah, she'd have to be yeah. fairly, you know, a bit removed from her feelings. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then and that's her choice, and that's her prerogative, as they say, <laughs> um, you know. And, and it's Sanders just as well, you know. And, yeah. and I think you know he's a he's a he's a gentle child, isn't he? He's a gentle boy. He yes. needs he needs someone who's going to love him for what he is. And I thought I could have him. Thoughts on the polyamorous story that sort of beginning, middle, end, done done dusted underlined and put away in an envelope forever now in two, in a fortnight what were your thoughts is it though that's that's anything i'm not sure about is it over because it's is stacy still kicking around even though xander's not interested she's got a job in the gym i don't understand what her character's doing now is she sticking in the bay or is this over could she start dating nico now and i don't know yeah, but well, it, will it shift? You know, as Nico got to sort of get on board with it. Mm. Yeah, but if if Nico knows that Xander's not with him, and because I think it was weird for Nico that he'd be dating her, and so would Xander, and that's someone that he knows. Mm. But now that she's not dating him, would would he be interested now? I don't know. Like, where does this? Where yeah, does this I story suppose go now? Xander's not going to like that. No, but this it doesn't for me. Doesn't necessarily mean the storyline with Stacey's over because. She's still here, isn't she? We haven't seen her this week, though, have we? Apart from when he said that he wasn't interested in her anymore. No, yeah. I suppose if she, if that is done, we'll need to see or hear about her leaving her post or something, won't we, at the gym? Yeah, yeah. To, to really draw a line on that. Otherwise, we're to assume she's down there yeah. uh, working away every day. Mm. Mm, odd one. Yeah, it is an odd one. I don't know if that is... The line under the polyamory stuff. Um, I, I think if it is, I think it's a bit quick personally. Mm. Um, I know, I know, I know. We couldn't have really tortured Xander any longer. No. Um, but I think if we'd have seen, if it was going to prolong and Stacey was going to stay around, I feel like we could have maybe seen Xander giving it a bit of a go, seeing him with multiple people, seeing her, and you know, and and, and watching that sort of tussle between the two of them. Yeah. A bit longer. Yeah. Um, the fact that we haven't seen that is sort of is saying to me that we're sort of moving on from it. Yeah, and we're not seeing Xander go on any other dates, are we? So he's told Stacey he's not interested in, in dating her because he can't handle the, you know, the polyamory side of the relationship. That's fine. But we've not seen him have an... We've seen this off the off the screen one, haven't we, with the breakfast that didn't seem to go that well. He's not had any other dates with anybody else. This is what made this storyline really strange. We didn't see her with anybody else. We didn't see him with anybody else. So they were talking about this polyamory relationship when it wasn't poly from our point of view. It was just them two all the time. Mm. That's why it's mm. really odd. I don't know. Mm. I think he needs to get another date with someone else that we don't know. Or I don't. That's the thing with this, with the cast being so small, who else? There's nobody else really that he can date that's single. So he needs, they need to bring in someone else for him. Bring in they? someone new. Yeah. 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 Mm. Unless he just goes cougar and starts chatting real up or something. Oh. <laughs> She'd eat him for breakfast. Yeah, she could do a lot worse. <laughs> she could do a lot. She has done a lot worse. Let's face it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Or Marilyn? I don't know. Marilyn Lazander yeah. from the neck. Imagine. Imagine. I am imagining. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Um, <laughs> well, over at the hospital, Brie, she, do you remember she'd reported Dean for domestic abuse or domestic violence against mm. Ziggy yeah projecting everything onto Ziggy basically Ziggy and Dee and you know mm. she was speaking about the bruises we touched on this last week didn't we um I'm a mechanic the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I just um, fell down the bloody stairs what do you think where do you think the bruises have come from I was crossing all this. I know, I know. Would you remember me saying to you, this will be interesting now to see what happens because we know that Cash knows. Yeah. Right. Cash is waiting for Brie to be ready. Um, So I was really interested. I was honestly watching with such intention, you know, Mm. such, um, you know, Cash comes to the hospital and he's, you know, and he's asking her what's, what's the situation. And you're hearing her saying, all the signs are there. You know, mm. I've been, you know, he's controlling behaviour. It's textbook, she says, she calls it, doesn't she? And yeah. you're thinking, everything you should be recognising, well, she is recognising in herself. That's why she's saying it. Mm. Um, and, you'd, and, and I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm transfixed on Cash's face at this moment, just thinking, mm. what would you be thinking in that situation? He can't say anything. No, you know. he didn't give anything away, actually, did he? Because he went and spoke to Remy after that, didn't he? But he didn't give mm. anything away when he spoke to Bree. He was just like, OK, explain to me. Because he did sort of say, are you sure? Like, I know Diggy and... Diggy? Diggy and Dean? Ziggy and Dean. I know mm. them. Um, <laughs> are you sure this is what, what you've seen? Where's the evidence? You know, what what is, what is it that you think's happening? He didn't really f- believe her, did he? But he, didn't, he did it yeah. in a way that was like... Not, I don't believe you because I know something about you, but just, I know these people. So if you think this is true, you're going to have to give me some evidence because I can't just go straight in there and, yeah. you know. Yeah, he did it really well, didn't he? He did, I thought, yeah. yeah. I thought he handled it really well. He was doing um, his job, like he was investigating because he had to, but I feel like under the surface he was thinking, I don't believe this, but if they can, you know, if there's something to it, I've got to investigate it, but I don't, you know, I'm doing it yeah. because it's my job, not because I think it's true. And that was sort of the undercurrent of his questioning, wasn't it? There's that moment, yeah. you know, he take, he he and um, Brie go to her to 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 to, to Ziggy's bed, you know, yeah. and she's absolutely clueless, and she's all, "You're safe. You don't have to be scared anymore." Yeah, she's like, you know? "What?" Yeah, and it all goes a bit insane quite quickly because Dean and Mac arrive, um, mm. oh. you know, and it all goes a bit nuts. Absolutely. In, uh, honestly such intense scenes you know mm. me and you have been really nervous about this storyline blowing up and about mm. how it's going to happen um and I mean even more so and we'll come on in a moment but um you know Max Ma- right there what exactly are you supposed to have seen you know and she's mm. she, everything's getting a bit irate you know and, and you know Ziggy's just like what the hell are you trying to say Dean's pushed me down the stairs and, yeah 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 Absolutely. And, you know, she, I thought your job was to heal people, not tear them apart. Lines like this. And I was just like lapping mm. this up, thinking, oh, my God, this yeah. is mad. Ziggy's demanding another doctor. She's kicking her out. I want a different doctor. Mm. None of it will make a blind bit of difference. And I love Cash sort of obviously he's got to remove Dean out of there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, this sort of when I talk about the undercurrent on his questioning, he's got him back at the police station. 
and he's sort of saying, look, we're talking AVO here, we're talking, mm-hmm. and even the way he questioned him, not necessarily mm. what he said, because like you said, he was doing his job. Mm. Even the way he was questioning, he was, I felt like he was trying to let Dean know he knew it was all poppycock. Yeah, absolutely. I think he was just giving him a chance to calm down because we know Dean's like a bull in a china shop with stuff like this, don't we? He just kicks off. And mm. him him kicking off to Bree and, you know, showing that aggressive behaviour is going to absolutely do him no favours in this situation. It's going to make him look like an abusive person, even though he's not one, because he's just got a really big temper. Um, he's mm. not violent or anything like that, but he has got a temper. So I think it was Cash sort of saying, look, mate, you need to talk to me. You need to calm down. This isn't going to go away unless you do those things. So you need to tell me your side and you need to calm down. Mm. Um, and then and then we can fix this you know I think he was trying to help him but Dean was just so cross he wasn't hearing it was he yeah yeah and 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 that you know and um he says you know that this this interview will be over as soon as you start talking you know you, yeah I've not interviewed him yet he says doesn't yeah. he you know can't can't get anywhere mm. no he and doesn't he want him on it. tape kicking off, does he? That's what it is. He wants to he wants yeah. to interview him on tape. He doesn't want to interview him while he's irate and shouting and screaming. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not going to do it. He knows it's not going to do any favours and he knows he's not that kind of guy. So he's trying to help him. But Dean's just he stubborn, is. isn't he? He is. Typical. He's been told he's got to stay away from Ziggy, sleeping mm. in the car. Um, and I, I was thinking that they were going to end up at the motel together, you know, next door room to each other. <laughs> I was thinking, oh God, this could be really awful. <laughs> Bumping into each other, going to get some ice down the corridor or something. Like, you, you, your fault. I'm stuck in this motel. Well, you're abusive. You, I was thinking, oh God. Drango. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? That would have been good, though. It would have been, a, yeah, a good telly, but I don't think it would have helped Dean any, at all. I think sleeping in the car and calming down probably did him the world of good. Whilst this has happened, obviously Remy's had to go and have a chat with Bree mm. and made her realise a few things, hasn't he? You know, Cash went to him, uh, didn't he, first and said, look, mm. mate, this is really serious. The stuff that she's accusing Dean of, you know, it's going to ruin his life. Is there anything you need to tell me about Bree that might, influence or might explain why she's mm. made these accusations so i thought that was really clever actually yeah again here's another chance here's another yeah. chance you know before because yeah. he'd not done anything he'd not charged dina out at that point it was sort no. of interview stage mm. and very quickly brie sees sense mm. yeah. doesn't she you know um i was wrong about ziggy and dean i was projecting Mm. Um, and she sort of has this sort of breakdown moment with Remy, you know, I, I wish someone would do this for me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, do you though? You, you could do this for you. You know, I don't think that's true. Imagine, you know, when Eden went to speak to Cash of the week and said, oh, Mm. I've I've got a friend, hypothetically, that's got an abusive husband and, you know, she doesn't know what to do and all that sort of stuff. If at that point, you know, Eden had reported that officially, or if if Remy had, you know, when Remy saw her with a black eye and a split lip, that was evidence. He could have gone to Cash at that point and said, look at her face. Her husband did that, investigate it. If he'd done that, Brie wouldn't have been happy. Absolutely. She'd have been livid. She'd have been livid because we've seen her tonight blow up over something else. So I just don't believe that she would have been cool with him getting interfering like that. No, no. 
Um, I just feel like you could. She, she's now in a position to do that herself. She knows. Yeah. She's got she's got support network around her. You yeah. know, I mean, Remy reiterates his support to her in this very conversation, you know, um, that we're talking about. And she, he's out of the way. She knows it's she's identified that it's bad that she wants out. I just feel like what's stopping you now, girl? Mm. You know? Yeah. It, do you want to be rescued or do you like being a victim? I know this is awful to say. Mm. And I don't mean like, do you like being the victim of domestic violence? I just mean, do you like, like not the right word? I don't think she wants to be rescued. I don't think she was no. ready to be rescued. I no. don't think so yeah. she wanted a shining shining knight in, you know, shining armour coming in and, and sweeping her up and saying, oh, I will fix this for you. I don't think she wanted that because no. on even though she's in this relationship with with Jacob where he's got the upper hand on a lot of things she's actually quite an independent outgoing woman on her own you know which is that turmoil I think that she's got going on that with him she's she's not herself she's a bit timid and a bit unconfident and she kind of she's panders to him doesn't she but when she's in her work you know in the hospital she's in control she's independent she's doing stuff she's making literally life or death decisions for people and she's handling all that pressure so she's got this like dual personality, hasn't she? Really? She has you're right, and she proves your point there. She proves it later in the week. She because she has then gone to the police and given a statement, hasn't she? Yeah. Um don't think it was under any sort of duress. She she's sort of succumbed to the idea that she needs to take action now. Mm. Um and an ABO has been issued to Jacob, who, as we know, is currently in Western Australia working. Okay. And Later in the week, we revisit them and she's not heard anything since this mm. statement. And she's gone to chase it up and found out that he's been arrested and he's now he's now he's been given bail. Yeah. So he's back out and she's not heard from him, and that sends her into a panic. Then he eventually phones her mm. and she answers the phone. And oh. and that proves what you're you you're saying about her not being ready to be rescued. Yeah. You know. Because she's still making herself available to him. Yeah, which is goes against all common sense. She's not a stupid person. She's a smart lady. But she makes stupid decisions when it comes to Jacob, unfortunately. Mm. Mm. And he's not happy, is he, on that mm. phone? I did have to roll my eyes a bit about this because he hasn't been in contact with her, yet he's been arrested, he's been charged, he's been to a hearing, he's been bailed, he's been given an AVO. She finds all this out from Cash after it's happened. He still hasn't been in contact with her. I just don't find that very believable. <laughs> and then yeah. all of a sudden, once we know all this has happened, he then rings her. I would have thought he would have called her, you know, as soon as he could after he'd got arrested, wouldn't you? If he was, if he was going to break the AVO anyway, he would yeah. have done it a lot sooner, wouldn't he? He'd yeah. be ringing up and going, I've just been arrested. What on earth's going on? What have you said? You know, I just find yeah. it a bit strange that all of that has happened, which would probably take a couple of days, <laughs> I'd imagine. Unless WA are really, you know, really quick on the old legal stuff. but Yeah, unless unless they've had him in custody interviewing him for dates. Can they do that? Um, is it 24 hours? I don't think they can for that charge. I'd be surprised. That's more like murder, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Speak. <laughs> I'd be there torturing someone for shoplifting me. <laughs> Put him on the electric chair. <laughs> oh, God. I'm scared. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I thought I was. We 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 were texting during this episode, weren't we? Earlier, sort of saying, mm. 
is it because he was traveling i'm still a bit like he's just going to jump out of a corner one day you know like yeah has she not heard from him because he was traveling back he is still there isn't he though because he's been he's been to court and he's been charged and he's been all that he's been out put on bail so at some point he has been there but where is he now when he's calling her that's the question is he in the airport yeah 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 and, yeah. and he might he might have a hearing he might he might part of his bail conditions might be to go and check in but yeah i think he'll ignore it oh yeah i don't think he's very smart either no i think he'll ignore it yeah. Ooh, i think we're going to see him you know we'll find out in first look um yeah Ooh. this week but i think we're going to see him very soon and honestly i think yeah. i'm not going to sleep a wink <laughs> <laughs> he's quite scary isn't he i'm quite scared mm. jacob so mm. yeah Someone else to be scary of, John and Justin, really? trying to put together, <laughs> trying to put together a uh, golf team. Good grief! I've actually quite Give enjoyed. Give me strength. <laughs> That's what Mr. Stewart said. He did. God, give me strength. I was like, yes, Mr. Stewart, you're talking for all of us here, mate. We're all feeling it. <laughs> I've quite enjoyed this, you know. Yeah, I've not hated it. Oh, come on then. Turn me because I'm not I'm not uh, loving this. Well, obviously, top of the week we learn that because Justin's now got this vendetta with John, this sort of Mm. funny rivalry with John, hasn't he? Um and he's he's talked at Theo, not let him get a word in edgeways, and recruited him unbeknownst that Theo has already agreed to be on John's team sometime before. John's had t-shirts printed, <laughs> big up Palmer's putters. I love John. I, love um, I think storylines like this suit him down to a T. Mm-hmm. Um, although I wouldn't mind a brain tumour and forest fires. I do quite like that side of him as well. Oh, Arson John. I loved Arson yeah, John. Yeah. Hoodie. Hoodie John. Bad boy John. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, we called yeah. this last week on the podcast. We called it that Justin and, and John would be fighting over Theo. Yeah, we, we did. We did. Yeah. We did. You, you did more. more to be, we. To be it's, a team, it's a team effort. <laughs> <laughs> it's no I. <laughs> um, what I didn't like, though, was Justin... Hmm proper guilt in theo the poor impressionable lad oh my god uh, he really laid it on thick i don't I have don't. a son yeah i did <laughs> play golf and i want to play guitar and i want to do all the stuff oh no it was just <laughs> and then and then i just thought whoa you can't really not now can he the poor thing <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, John's like, "He's got a daughter was... we don't bloody see. Can we just say?" <laughs> oh yeah, what is old Shandy up to? No, I mean Justin's daughter. What's oh right, name? oh yeah, Ava. Yeah, I thought you meant John's daughter. No, Justin. Justin was all like, "Oh, if I had a son, make out like he hasn't got any children." I was like, "You've got a daughter that you don't do anything with." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's golf just a man's game. Yeah. Well. I think Rose is going to uh, kill it by the looks of things. Um, secret golf. I, mm. ju- I just look, and later on the week, John goes, "Well, Theo's not even your family. You're just a hanger on her." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly." <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just camping out at his auntie's house. Um, <laughs> I loved yeah. Kirby in this. I thought Kirby finally. She's oh. cutting that cutting that card with Theo yes. and she's going on her own. 
I was going to say that to you that we've been moaning for weeks that she hasn't got her own storyline unless she's just Theo's add-on. So I'm hoping this will flesh her out and that she won't be just, oh, this is Theo's girlfriend again. You know, she's going to get, this is Theo Palmer's putter's, uh, sorry, Kirby. This is Palmer's putter's Kirby. This is yeah, not just. Yeah. Not hanging yeah. off Theo's side. Yeah. yeah I was quite yeah, pleased yeah. about that. Finally. Yeah, I was. I was. I thought of you. I thought of you. I thought, yeah, yes, I thought of you. I was like, oh, which one was <laughs> to tell Sarah? I chuffed about this. <laughs> um, do we think we're going to see Gerald from the Surf Club Committee? Do you think we're going to see so. him? I hope so. They've mentioned him twice now. So the, the faceless other day, Gerald. So Marion said to Justin, oh, I think Gerald's looking for a team. And I was like, oh. We're going to get to see Gerald. And then I think it was on Friday's episode, Marilyn said, well, everyone knows who Gerald is. And I was like, we don't. Come on, bring out the elusive Gerald. I'm dying to meet Gerald. It'd be so funny if Ger- if we finally meet Gerald and then he wins the Skoda or whatever it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Mm. Could do. Because the car. The car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining it as Mr Bean's little mini or like the, the trotter's three-wheeler or something. It'll be dreadful, won't it? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> John will win it and he'll be stuck with it. <laughs> I hope it's not some flashy Merc. That'll annoy me. I want it to be a really crappy car. Well, Marilyn's confident they're going to raise the, the 40k as a result of this prize now. I just don't see how. How many teams are involved and how many spectators are coming in? How much are they charging these people? I, I think they could have probably got 10k out of this and then done it four times. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. see how they can make 40k off them. I'm still baffled by the maths. Yeah. Inflation must be bad down there. So <laughs> yeah, I mean it's bad here, but Oh yeah. I'm sitting in the dark here recording this podcast. I know, I'm sitting right I'm sitting lighting a, a candle for warmth. <laughs> <laughs> Got my fingerless gloves on. No, a tea light candle. <laughs> bad gloves. <laughs> oh, so yeah. good luck, all. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how it pans out. And are we going to get a new location? Like, so this golf, golfing green, or what, what do they, what do they, I don't know anything about golf. What's it called that they play on golf course? Of course, are gonna, yeah. Are we going to get to see it? Are we going to, or is it going to be one of these things that we just hear about it later? Because we don't have a golf course in Home and Away, do we? So is this another no, loca- but I imagine location? It, yeah, I imagine there's plenty around there. There must be, but we don't get to go off. I mean, the last time we went off on location was with um, Heather at the creepy all-girls school, wasn't it? So, yeah. God rest her. I wonder what she's up to. She's in, she's in, she's in Psych Asylum, isn't she? She's in the home, the um, the loony bin, I think, isn't she? Marilyn's so over it. <laughs> over it. <laughs> over it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe she's having a house party. That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Well, Flick, she's not having a house party just yet. She's saving that for the wedding day. Um, <laughs> but she is avoiding Eden this week because Eden's trying to get her to try dresses on and get a move on because how many weeks till the wedding, Sophie? Four, I think. Is it now? Or is it three now? Oh, it's, yeah, it's got to be less than three. It was four last time. Yeah, it must be three. Yeah, I think it's four it's, minus yeah. one's three, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maths 101. <laughs> um, and um, she reluctantly gets dragged back home where mm. Eden just, you know. Well, she didn't reluctantly get dragged back home, did she? 
because well, she, no. she got sort of oh yes she was, was on a promise I think. Yes, sorry i stand corrected <laughs> i was getting very jealous at this point like, hello we were straight on to each other weren't we yeah tane's in tane and flicker at salt having lunch and he has other ideas mm. and he just takes a phone call doesn't he if it's Eden, isn't it, telling him to get her back at the yeah. house? And he says something like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to manage that. He managed it pretty well. Well, you needn't ask twice. Oh. And I text Jude and I said, the way Tani kisses Flick. Mm. <gasps> My knees. I know. I was living vicariously. How <laughs> <laughs> many times have you watched it? Uh... Honestly, I thought it was filthy. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was um it was worth rewinding, let's put it that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't deny those two don't the chemistry of the actors. You just can't yeah. deny it, can you? Well, um, when you compare yeah. them to Dean and Ziggy, it's just and Dean and Ziggy are meant to be a couple in real life, aren't <laughs> they? Say, so, watch what you say. Woof. There's no chemistry there on screen. Hopefully it's all off screen. But um Have you seen they're over here on Insta? I thought they were in Japan. Oh, and well, this morning they were at Loch Ness, so work that out. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Are they Keep still both, both got different hair? I think Dean's gone blonde and Ziggy's gone like a ginger colour, hasn't she? Uh, yeah. Have you noticed that's, uh, <laughs> that's like a whole... I've got an actor leaves on the way, they're all going blonde. I think it's like a breakup. You know when you break up with someone and then you dye your hair blonde? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you leave home and away and then you get the bleach. <sighs> Yeah, that's what it is. Like, I'm allowed to make a decision about my hair. <laughs> yeah. What can we do? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this kiss has just thrown us again. I know. Sorry. And he manages so... to lure her back with his, I mean, like you say, promise. Yeah. And she's ambushed right into wedding dress on a rail in the living room. You will <laughs> try these on at home. Now. What are your thoughts on wine after champagne? I'm not sure that would sit too lightly, personally. Uh, no, I'd rather have another bottle of champagne. But, you know, mm. the budget for the wedding is probably in their, <laughs> in their mind. I don't know. They get absolutely arsehole and both try wedding dresses on, don't they? And it's the only way she can get Flick in them. Because mm. this seesaw that Flick's on with this wedding is getting a little tiresome. Um, I don't know why we're, I don't know why we're planning a wedding that she doesn't want. This is what I don't understand. And I kind of tweeted this this week. I was like, "It's 2023. You don't have to wear a white, boring wedding gown with that looks like a net curtain anymore. You can wear literally anything you want. Why doesn't she wear something that she actually likes? I don't get this at all. Especially at the license of a beach wedding. Yeah. You know, it gives you it gives you that license to. You don't wear need a ball want. gown. You don't need yeah. to wear a ball gown on, on sand. I don't understand this. Actually, it'll just stick to you. So you're best off not. I, do you not think this week's been a bit of a turning point for Flick? I do. Mm. I think, I, I feel like this happened. She didn't really, I expected her to just weird out about the dresses because the dresses is even more symbolic than the blooming invites. And she went skits at them. Yeah. And I just, I was ready embracing myself for just like a, not again, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't watch this again, you know. Actually, I mean, champagne and wine would have helped. 
where yeah. she sort of ended up in the you know enjoying the dress a bit and then Tane comes home and you know and they're they're having fun and he sees sees her in the wedding dress and I'm not sure if that's foreshadowing bad news for this wedding because I still mm. believe mm-hmm. I still believe it's not right no. something's not right and um Tane's had some news while he's been out yeah. he's had a phone call from New Zealand he's come home all sad and forlorn because you know Gemma's call she's not going to be coming mm. neither are me and Chloe woohoo sorry <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, the excuse is any good Gemma's just started a new job sorry I can't come to be fair, uh, they, they didn't give people very much time and they haven't given themselves enough time to plan this wedding, never mind other people. But to expect mm. somebody to get an invite four weeks before the wedding and then afford a plane ticket and a new outfit, and all, I just don't. It's, suppose, mm, yeah. It's mm, convenient. So. It's a convenient excuse because if it wasn't six months, why would Gemma not be there? Do you know what I mean? But it, because it's in four weeks. It's convenient that you can Gemma... sort of explain it away. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, and me and Chloe, um, we just we just can't we just can't face the bay. So no. yeah, we can't face you either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he sort Shame. of he sort of sulks off outside to the sex pond. Um, I don't even understand how close he is to me and Chloe. Anyway, I get that he'd be close to Gemma more, but. Me and Chloe, they were out of Ari's life for ages. They only sort of came back for a year or so, didn't they? Yeah, and the way he's talking, anyway, it's it, it it's they're mentioned because I'm assuming that's for us. Yes, you know, we, yeah, their characters we know, but yeah. and then but then they're sort of mentioned and done. After that, it's only Gemma he talks about and the family, as mm. if extended family yeah. back in New Zealand um yeah. he doesn't really go on about them again does he? I think that was more of a line for us just to explain to us where Mia is you know yeah the wife of his brother um yeah. for five minutes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally um <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I remember I found a clip the other day you know not clearing my phone out of all the, there was a clip of me just like going up and one like did they even <laughs> sign the paperwork I was like oh, <laughs> delete this <laughs> is it even legal <laughs> yeah, I found it on my phone the other day. You know, I've been oh, chopping no. bits up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he sits out in the back, and the lighting's all gorgeous, and he's chilling out by the pool. And she comes out with that wedding dress. I loved this scene, but I'm a bit of a sucker for this type of stuff, you know. And she sits on him and drapes the wedding dress over, and they're just doing coupley things, you know, giggling and covering him up with the veil and. You know, mm. and just think, just silly little coupley things that make, but all these little, like, probably not even in the script, right? Yeah. All make you buy into their relationship more, don't they? Yeah. I just think these two are just so perfectly matched. Yeah. And they're my yeah. favourite couple for a long, long time. Um, and I really hope, I really hope they are happy um, when we eventually get there. Um, and he, he he admits, doesn't he? You know, he he, he gives her the news, mm. you know, what he's had, and he admits that this has made him feel homesick. And I just melted. I know. I did feel sorry for him. Um, he did. He doesn't often get upset or down, does he, Tane? No. He like he he's quite happy go lucky, considering all the crap that's happened to him. Mm. You know, it's never it's never really beaten him. He's never been down for long. But this did seem to kick him, didn't it? Really. 
It did for quite a while as well. He couldn't he, t- he couldn't get out of the funk, could he? But mm. again, you know, families is probably the most important thing to him. Yeah, you know. And um, fast forward a little bit, you know, um, she's trying to cheer him up. She wants to do something nice for him, so she has a chat with Neek. Um, and Neek's done the same thing, taking him for a beer. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> come on, <laughs> like boys do. Yeah. Um, and um, so she has a chat with Nick and she said, I want to do something for him, something that will connect him again with home. Mm. And 10 out of 10, Sophie, you and your crystal ball here. I know, she the wants one. to translate the. She wants yeah. to do her wedding vows in Mari. Mm. Bang on the nose there. Yeah. Well, the, the, the synopsis for that episode was made it kind of easy to guess, I think. I don't think it was necessarily that I'm psychic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, this was really nice actually. I really liked this. The, and showing her and Neek together, you know, and, and working on it together and her, yeah. her being really part of the family now and being tight with Nico as well. I really liked this actually. It's quite cheesy, but I did love it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and, it, and I think that's a real turning point for them now yeah. because it's 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 sort of flipped it over upside down now rather than Tane being the one that's comforting and trying to yes be there for Flick it's now the other way around and and Flick now hasn't time to have meltdowns because she's got to do something for him yes you know that's that, true. yeah probably what she needs right now to make her get on with this planning and she mm. seems to then embrace She's ticking off the list, you know. <laughs> she's she's like a little boss in this wedding business, you know. Like mm. she's she's starting to embrace it more. Um, and I just think, you know, it's a nice thing she needs to do for him. And 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 yeah, I think this is her now getting on with the wedding on board fully. Yeah. And doing something yeah. for him, but yeah, it's it's sort of reversed roles, if you like. You're right. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't looked at it that way, but she does come across as quite sort of self-centered, doesn't she? A lot of the time, and a lot of it's about oh, how I feel about the wedding and how I feel. And you're right. She she could have easily still been in that place, thinking about the wedding dresses and everything else, but she didn't. She she saw that he was down, and she dropped all of her melodrama and went right. Well, how can I make it better for him? Mm. And it it sort of ties in what, with what she says to um Eden. You know, when Eden's saying, "Well, what are you going to say in your vows?" Tell me why you're with him, you know, because she says something like he lets me be myself and he actually loves me. Uh, shaking yeah. it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you wrote your vows? Did you do a bit of that? God, no. 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 Oh, okay. What did I do? Oh, God. Um, did you did you just recite the home and away theme song? <laughs> you know we belong together. You and I forever no. and ever. That's what they should have had as their, their wedding vows. They're perfect yeah. for wedding vows. Yeah, we'd have loved that, wouldn't we? <laughs> have a break the fourth wall. Um, <laughs> no, but I, we had a massive conversation about walking down the aisle to the theme song. I can't believe I've just said that out loud. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I'm so excited. I take it it didn't happen then. No. Oh. Well, there's always no. a renewal, vow renewal. Yeah, ten years. I've already promised I, all our friends it. So when's that? When when's ten years? Want to buy want to buy me hat? Oh, that's quite near. Okay, so I want to I want to see the vowel 
readings or, or the walk down to the aisle. I want to see the, the home and away incorporated into that, please. Uh, you're not coming. If I'm invited, I'll be there with bells on. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. We'll have to we'll have to make, check the time of the ceremony in case we've got to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do it on a Friday. <laughs> Fridays are out, okay? <laughs> Saturday morning, we're uploading it, not a Saturday morning. You're going to have to schedule it around the pod schedule, obviously. Everyone's like, who gets married on a Tuesday? <laughs> and <laughs> this it's got to be either before half past six or after half past six so I can watch Home and Away. <laughs> <laughs> as well so you have a lot of thinking to do actually so yeah, yeah. it's really hard to schedule a wedding <laughs> um <laughs> well Eden, you know, we're talking about Eden the dresses I think she seems to have chosen one of these dresses off the number rack. three was it oh I missed that bit no, was that the one option... she was like jumping around in I don't know she said option number three but I don't actually know which they were calling number three because I thought the one that she tried on first was the one that she liked the most I'm not sure. Was option number three the, the short one that Eden had on with her black socks? She's not getting married in that, surely. You can see what she had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it does fit with the beach beachy vibe though, doesn't it? I don't like I don't think the ball gown net curtain one was the I don't know. It was the beach vibe, no. Um, well, whatever it is, doesn't really matter, whichever one mm. she picked anyway, because Eden's loaded the van up. And uh, someone's nicked him. Right, you can leave your door open. <laughs> you can leave your windows open, yep. and no one will touch a thing. Mm-hmm. But you leave your cat. You leave your van door unlocked, and off they go. They've lifted the wedding dresses. Been yeah. stolen. Didn't see this coming. Shocked. The amount of times they mentioned the twelve grand wedding dresses and how she'd be in so much trouble <laughs> if she didn't get them back. I didn't for a minute think they would get stolen or ruined or you know. <laughs> Or not make it back to the shop, yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. I mean, John, neighbourhood watch, John. Is, yeah, things he? are It's a bit preoccupied, isn't he? And he, mm. him himself, he's a vandal. Yes. You know, he's smashing windows last week. Yeah. This this week, he's not even seen this happen next door. No, no opposite. Oh, no, next door, you're right, Yes. The van seemed to move. She was loading the. Um, did you notice this? She it was is. loading the. She, Someone parked uh, it properly. <laughs> the, no, it was in. The, I'm sure think, it was in different houses. Oh, was it? I thought it was um, when the, they were loading the van. It was on like the drive, but sideways. And then when she went to take the van back to the shop with the dresses, it looked like it was parked on the drive properly. Like someone had moved it. Right. I Maybe I've got that on. wrong. Let's both watch it later. I think, <laughs> I, if, God, if, unless you're living life, you know. Um, what life? <laughs> um, I think it was completely different driveways. I think was the it? first time mm-hmm. when they were loading it, Yeah. I, I think that was on the front of the Parata house, Casa yeah. Parata. Yeah. And then when she noticed they were missing, she mm. was o- over at the band house she was oh. coming up the drive of the band house oh i missed that completely then i just thought someone had parked it properly in between stealing the dresses no so the van's gone across the cul-de-sac somehow That's i might be wrong sense. maybe the handbrake was off <laughs> it's been know. parked on the drive yeah hmm. yeah 
have a look later. I will, yeah. Tell me I'm not going mad. But it, it was in a completely different house. That's bizarre. Mm. Okay. Notice these things. They've gone missing. Oh, and then it's right old excuse for her to nip down to Cash and say, can you come and help me? Yeah, off the record, Cash. Mm, yeah, just want, mm. just want the popo involved officially. Mm, no. Um, and uh, can you come over and we'll have a burger? We'll eat. We'll eat. Do you need a fork for your burger? <laughs> she know she had a burger box and she gave him a fork. I thought, what's he going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice. Oh, maybe they get chips. Did they get chips as well? I don't know. Maybe. You'd eat them with your fingers, wouldn't you? <laughs> Very posh. Yeah. And then um, they're scouring eBay for these stolen wedding dresses and just mm. sort of, you know, looking and... Smelling. I think she yeah, smelled him. <laughs> Maybe he was wearing, you know, one million. Yes. Packer-a-bound. Other Maybe... aftershaves are available. <laughs> yeah. But not advertised by Home and Away alumni. <laughs> Is it is it Paco Rabanne that he advertises? Is he, 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 one I can't of them. remember. Yeah, mm. something like mm. that, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and um, they're sort of looking at each other a little too long there, aren't they? Well, there was a kiss nearly, wasn't there? But Flick interrupted. Hello. <laughs> yeah, oh, what's going on here then? I was like, well, if you just waited a second, <laughs> I was a bit annoyed. Like, Come on. Mm. Go back Kisses. Out Take your shoes off. I know. Yeah. Kisses interrupt us. And that was it. <sighs> mm. Friday. I, do we want them together? I Long do actually. Coming. I do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I, I'm not convinced that Cash is exciting enough for Eden, but I do kind mm. of want to see where this is going. Well, she's, what was the line she said? Um, you know, I, something about you know the the one thing the one person i need help from mm. is the man that makes me lose my head or something yeah she said the one person i need to help with is the is the one person that makes me lose my mind that was it yeah i mean she she was sort of laying it out for him weren't she mm. i mean she was sort of saying come on sister <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm game if you are. Oh, I've sort of grown fond of Eden over the last month or yeah. two. Yeah. I, like you say, it'll either do one or two things. It'll drag up previous yeah. spats and things yeah. from days gone. Or, you know, it'll bore her to sin. And, they're just yeah. a very odd couple, aren't they? When you think about the context of the storyline that they're in at the moment, you know, she's basically blagged 12 grand's worth of, of stock from this shop, pretending that she's a stylist or something to try and... And she's apparently put a one grand deposit down. Don't know where the band have got that money from. I know, anyway. yeah. I was going to... Yeah, they were skint at one point, weren't they? Yeah. So there's that go on the old credit card, maybe. But then with him being a very by-the-book copper, how does that... How does that personality match up? You know, hers with this like, oh, blaggy, blaggy. I've, I've essentially stolen some stuff because I've managed to persuade somebody to give it to me under false pretenses. And he's a very play play by the rules cop. Mm. It's, it's quite an odd pairing. I kind of want them to rub off each other in in a good way. Like I want her to loosen him up and make him a bit more interesting. And yeah. I want him him to kind of ground her a little bit. I think, but yeah. not too oh. not too much. Not like. 
not not make her boring but you know it'd be nice to see her with somebody yeah i think you're right actually they might bring each other the best out of each other and and, and complement opposites do attract they say yeah. don't they yeah. it was really obvious when um, you know tonight when they were sending the message to the seller of the wedding dresses you know oh, yeah. Send, yeah send me your addy i mean i've not heard that for years um <laughs> and um and uh, she goes, right, what happens now? Do we go stake it out and bust some doors in? And he's like, nope, no, this is it. <laughs> and you're like, she's like, oh, that's yeah. very exciting. I thought that's quite an interesting mm. sort of reflection on the two personalities, really. It is, yeah. So is that going to work or not? I don't know. But I'm, I'm willing to try it out and see how it happens, see what goes on. Right, Si, it's time for your say on the bay. You excited? Mm, always. <laughs> always. Good, good. <laughs> right, so this week I'm going to be talking to you about a, an article that you may or may not have already seen. I'm guessing you have. Um, that it's, been, it's been on a few um, news websites and stuff, actually, but I'm talking about the one specifically on digitalspy.com. Okay. And it's written by Katie Francis. It was published on the 5th of Feb, and it says, this is the title of the article, Home and Away's Australian Network explains 35th anniversary snub. And then the subheadline mm-hmm. is, it's bad manners to ask a soap its age. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this? <laughs> no, I saw the headline, but I never read the article. I didn't read oh, didn't the, um, no. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I will, I'll tell you about it because we've had oh, people talking about it online. So I thought it might be a good one mm. to start with. So just before we get into that, so if anybody that doesn't know about your sound the bay, um, this is something that we talk about every week at the end of the main uh, podcast episode, um, where we talk about things that have been discussed on the hashtag, on Twitter, or anything that you've got in touch with us about. So you can tweet us at Coastal News Pod. Um, we've also got Instagram, which is the same handle. And we've also got an email account, which is coastalnewspod at gmail.com. So this week, a lot of the t- discussion on Twitter has been about this article. Um, so it says that this is not news to us it may be news to you that the soaps network seven so this is the network in australia so in the uk we watch um home away on channel five don't we or my five mm. on the on five star any of those things that belong uh. to channel five but in australia the network is called seven which is kind of confusing because it's another seven. number seven yeah <laughs> and it says that well, we had the 35th anniversary when Home and Away turned 35 this year in January. And um, as part of that, when Home and Away went off air at Christmas for UK, the UK audience, we were treated to lots of new, um, new old episodes. So it was all these new episodes that were on the My5 app, but they're actually old yeah. episodes. Yeah. So there was, there was 35 episodes that were released, one for every year that Home and Away has been on air. And it was one episode for each year. So there was an episode for the first year, which was the pilot episode, an episode for the second year, et cetera. And we saw births, deaths, marriages, everything, weddings, disasters. You know, we saw it all. So we've actually, in the UK, we've acknowledged this 35th anniversary. We've had these episodes on um, on My5. And we've also had, in the advert breaks on Channel 5, we've had the the actors from the show doing little clips, haven't we? We've seen them on Twitter as well. Been, these clips have been shared you know, celebrating the 35th anniversary and introducing the the episodes to us. 
you know, these 35 episodes that got uploaded to my five. We've seen these little clips as well that have been mm. that have been shot. So we have acknowledged it here. But apparently in Australia, on the network that owns Home and Away over there, which is Seven, they haven't done the same kind of fanfare for this milestone um, for this anniversary, which is a bit strange. So there's been a lot of people talking about that. Um, and actually, the I think he's the head of shed- scheduling. I can't say that word. Head of scheduling. I think it's a man. I don't know. Is Brooke a, name? Is Brooke a man's name or a woman's name? It's probably a woman, isn't it? I don't know. Brooke <laughs> Hall. I don't know. Man or, man or woman, no idea. But someone called Brooke Hall, who is the head of scheduling for Seven, they said that the the first week after January had its highest streamed episode ever, and the total is currently one million viewers. So he's saying that, or she's saying that, it's really encouraging to see that this show is still really popular. So you know, they're basically saying this this show is still really current; it's still popular. People are still watching it. Over a million streams, over a million views. Which is um, mega in ours. You which know. is mad. Yeah. So, you know, this is this is a really popular show. So why are we not celebrating the fact that it's reached this milestone? Mm. Um and basically what they've what this person, I'm gonna say person because I don't know whether it is a man or a woman, they said that it's <laughs> what it's <laughs> it's one of our most important shows and it's often discussed. But the tricky thing is, and we may be reading this wrong, but it's a fine balance between going, this is a really important legacy brand. And also highlighting its age. And maybe that's overthinking it. But some people become so fickle now that they want a shiny new show. And there's, there's nervousness about saying that a show's turning 35 because they're worried that it's going to turn people off it because they're going to say, oh, that's really old. It's been on since before I was born. I'm not going to watch it. So this has sparked some, some chats, as you can imagine, because by saying that they're mm. not highlighting the fact that it's 35 years old because they think people are fickle and they just want shiny and new it's, it's as you can imagine that's ruffled some feathers on, on the old twitter yes i can imagine um yeah so i read you some, I can some... Sort of go for it yeah have you got some there and if That's you want people to have been give, saying. give your opinion or should we should we go and have a look at well, we can do same. a bit of both. Shall, shall, I, shall I give my initial reaction? Because that's the first time I've heard that article. Yeah. Um, if you'd like it. Um, <laughs> sounds... Okay. Mm. hear what you're saying. The fact that you're justifying it, it's your top-rated show outside of the news. It's never been a secret that it's home and away, does mm. amazing things down under... Um, outside of the news, it is often there, always in the top ten. You know, of the of the overnights, I think it does. I mean, I, I follow this quite closely mm. um, because being an international viewer, you know, you, uh, and and, be, and being you know mad fans like we are, you sort of look into things a bit deeper, don't you? Yeah. Um, so I I know it's a popular show, um, and. The, the the attitude in this area isn't something that is that is shocking to me mm. and something that isn't um it isn't news to me we had a lot of this around the 30th anniversary five years prior where i think because here in the uk our soaps in the past for anniversaries have done some mad things live episodes you know burnt the pub down you know mm. they've done these mad stunts 
um, I think there is a sort of expectation that home and away has and, and international soaps do the same. Yeah. Logistically, it's difficult when most of the countries that home and away is in all watch at different paces. And secondly, yeah. this this notion that they don't want to show its age probably says more about advertising and the business side of TV mm. and um, demos and all that stuff that, you know, people who need to pay the bills at the networks look at yeah. more than, um, you know, more than the show. You know, I, th- I think it yeah. says more about that. I think... It, it's a shame, isn't it? Because we're so we we're such we're so fond of the show, but it's a yeah. money spinner. It's a money spinner. It's the cash it cow. It is, yeah. It 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 does like like you say. It does feel like a shame for the people that work on the show um, to to not market in any way, just because they they're worried about the audience turning off because it's it's not shiny new. I think that's quite insulting to say that we people are only interested in something that's new and shiny, and they wouldn't give it a chance. But it probably, yeah, you're probably right. But it probably says a lot about the Australian TV landscape. Oh, you know, maybe. we we don't we don't really understand, do we, from no. afar, no. what's sort of going on down there. We sort of do we cherish history more here? Do we, mm. you know, do we celebrate it more? You know, it's I, from what little I've seen, and, and this is coming from a really sort of. Um, place of ignorance really I, I don't know you know I've never been not really paid too much interest outside of home and away but lots of reality tv you know and we've we've had that here but not to the same extent as like in the states for example mm. um and when you look at Netflix it's all about the big new yeah show things like the streamers are all chasing that big drama aren't they that big high budget thing yeah are they looking down on it because it's a soap yeah I just don't think they're capitalizing is that the right word on this you know the first thing this person says this book haul the first week that the first episode back um after after the break in January had its highest streamed episode ever you know that's huge and one million viewers in 2023 after it's been 35 years old i'd be using that as saying if you haven't seen it yet what have you been missing out on because this is 35 years old and it's still getting 100 million viewers it's still streaming that many per episode so if you if you're not if you're not on board look what you're missing you know i'd be using that as a kind of where have you been kind of yeah angle yeah Yeah. yeah. i don't know why they're not sort of using that into their advantage really rather than just being like oh they don't want to watch it because it's not shiny and new i just think that's really short-sighted it is the only thing i can think of is it's about advertisers it's Mm. about chase it's about chasing kids that's where the money is right and we've all we all witness it on tv even here it's about the demographics you've either got to go young where they're going to spend money on daft things and attract advertisers that will pay to get in front of young impressionable people right who have got a bit of spare money or you've got to go old and upmarket and those Mm -hmm. old and upmarket people don't watch soaps Mm. so you know that you know that that's where the money is on the advertisers and it's a shame because I completely feel you're probably about to read things to Mm. me from the fans but if you've stuck with the show for decades 
yeah you sort of feel a little bit cheated because it's you know this you need to celebrate that legacy yeah um not just chase new viewers yeah but then if you don't chase new viewers you don't yeah. have a legacy in the end yeah so that that balance that they're talking about I, I, I sort of sympathize with it but it does feel a little bit of a cop out at the same mm. time yeah yeah no I get that I can see it from both sides it, like you say it's disappointing for people that have been on board forever and they're just you know they want to celebrate this because it is it is quite a milestone it is really important to us um how many times do they say they, sh- they don't bring characters back yeah. you know yeah um you know characters never come back on home and if they have it, it's recent characters yeah um and I don't know there might be a different demographic mm. watching the show in the yeah. home country yeah than here I don't I I, I, re- I really don't know I'm just sort of waffling now but and for me I, don't, I guess from a, from a personal sort of selfish point of view because it was the 35th anniversary year I was kind of hoping that they would mark that with some you know really off the wall big drama episodes this year I don't know maybe we're not going to get that we're only four weeks in I know we are but does this mean that we're not going to get that we're I don't know know. I feel like we get it anyway we do Um, maybe we you know, back in the day when we had the summer base stalker or, you know, mm. things, really big things like that. Or when the River Boys mm. came in, I feel like we need something really big to happen. I feel like we'll probably end up somewhere in between where the makers of the show sort of want to do something for the fans and appease everybody, new and mm. old, mm. but need to get it through the network. <laughs> so yeah. do you remember on the 30th anniversary, um, we didn't really have like a, this is the 30th anniversary episode. Today is the 17th of January. This is yeah. the episode. We didn't have yeah. that and we haven't no. had it again. Yeah. Um, but we had sort of things throughout the year that were like an homage to the... Mm history yes. so we had a reenactment of the Blake and Meg death really didn't yes. we that came round again with, yeah um, um was it now was it Bill not was it Billy and um Billy and his and that fish face oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was VJ wasn't it VJ that's it <laughs> <laughs> can you cut that <laughs> absolutely not um um so I, maybe we'll get little things like that. And and honestly, I those kind of things, little. there was a few other things. I can't remember off the top of my head now. It was five years ago. But mm. there were little things that only only a diehard would know, would yeah. notice and know. And I, and, I, and I thought that was quite a clever way of sort of nodding to the past, you know, Um uh, we'd be look. I think we'd be lucky if we got that again. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't right. know. What are people saying? Right. Similar okay. Let's things. get let's get on it. So, right. our Holby fan on Twitter said, "I genuinely don't understand why a show reaching an incredible milestone isn't celebrated in every possible way. A show lasting mm-hmm. five years is a big feat these days, let alone thirty-five. This is something to celebrate, shout about, and be proud of, not hide from. Congratulations, home and away. 
Well, you can't argue with that, can you, really? You can't. No. And mm. then somebody replied to that. So Mr. David underscore 885 said, exactly. The show is still rating. It won the Logie for the most popular drama this year. It is Channel 7's biggest export. And we should be shouting about the 35th anniversary from the rooftops. Oh, there's a lot of people. The irony of this is that the press have picked it up. And now we all know it's 35. <laughs> What? That's true, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of got out there by, by accident, really, hasn't it? We have got a, a, an opposing opinion um, oh. on Twitter. So little underscore cinders two says, disagree. I actually stopped watching last year because the show's completely lost what it was originally about. Seems they are happy to lose long-term fans in order to get a teenage audience. And um, again, you know, that'll be driven by the business. Yeah, yeah side of the industry you know yeah and they've got another person that says i disagree actual fans of the show will already know it's 35 years old and would love to celebrate the show and look back on its earlier years they certainly care more about ratings than they do the actual fans so again people are picking up on this that it's mm. and uh, yeah i mean all, all both sides all angles you can mm. see it from you know, we're long-term fans ourselves. I think we're more sympathetic towards it because we're such big fans. Yeah. You know, I think we're just happy anyway. Um, mm. You know, I'm not going to come on here and, and kick off because they're not doing a big special reunion episode with loads of whatever. Yeah. I was absolutely over the moon that we got to watch some old ones over Christmas. Yeah. Um, And then come back to the show as it is now. Mm. Um, there's the there is definitely a little bit of um, not unhealthy debate, but there's a there is a little bit of rumbles online about the show not being the same as it was, and yeah. I'm so glad it's not. Mm. Having watched some of these old ones now, especially the early early ones, the show wouldn't be here if it was still no. like that. It's absolutely no. boring. Most soaps were. You know, soap was way more sort of everyday. It was of its time. That's what we yeah. wanted to see back then. And what we're yeah. seeing now is what we want to see now. And I think that's the whole point of it, isn't it? It has to evolve because, and it's and the, the figures that we're hearing from Australia are it's evolving and growing. So it's not evolving and, and dying by, by any yeah. stretch, as far as I can tell. Which, which is interesting for broadcast TV because we talk a lot, and this isn't just specific to homers now, but we talk a lot mm. about soap genre dying broadcast mm. tvs on its way out we've now yeah. got one of the biggest soap brands neighbors going exclusively mm. to streaming um another one days of our lives another massive soap brand in the u.s got, yeah. has, has already gone completely streaming it's no longer on broadcast tv mm. um it's going to be interesting what happens in the coming years with soaps mm. and what the networks decide to do with them would does the soap opera of this era look different to the one that we've all grown up on i think yeah. it probably does yeah yeah you, you know right. and like you say change or die mm. I, don't, I don't know I, don't, I, I, I genuinely don't know what I would do if I had to make that decision. No. You know, do you appease, do you alienate the young ones that all the advertisers want, want, to, want to be in front of? Mm. Or do you, you know, you know and, and, and then celebrate its past? 
or do you try and try and acknowledge something in some way but keep keep the advertisers up i don't i don't know i don't know I what think, do. i think there's a middle ground that they're not exploring but you know like i say we're not we're not over in australia we don't know the demographic we don't know the details and how they watch tv over there what's popular what's not popular what what the kids watch over there we're not we're not on the ground there so the data that these that t- these networks have on us Mm. you know they know they know who's watching and what yeah and it, that's what drives decisions yeah yeah there is another tweet that i'll just mention so it's matt official 92 um and they say i think it's a shame and an insult for the cast and crew that have worked on the soap for over the years and 35 years is a brilliant milestone i can't can't disagree with that at all no, you can't. But there is only about three of them that have worked on it that long. Yeah, that's true. Not, I think there's quite a lot of crew that have been on it for quite a long time, isn't oh, there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right there. And they're, yeah, the, uns- they're the unsung heroes of the show, aren't they? True. Um, very, the very people true. behind the scenes that make all the magic happen. Because uh, we talk- we heard a lot about that. You know, when we did a review on the podcast last year of Ray Mars, um, This Is Your Life episode. Yeah. And yeah. they did bring out a few people that worked behind the scenes on the show for that, didn't they? Like the um, the lady that brought out the lamb chops. Was it lamb chops or pork chops? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. His, his favourite dinner on set. Lamb cutlets. Lamb cutlets, that was it. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that have been on the show for a long, long time working behind the scenes that, you know, we're not celebrating them either because mm. we don't see them on screen and you know we we don't realize the amount of work that they're doing when they deserve to to celebrate this milestone mm. as well so it does feel a little bit like a a kick in the teeth for for those people it if does. it's n- it not does. acknowledged if they're not going to do it let why don't we do it as a fan base why don't we get together and do something you know like yeah it's not it's not what what you want but you know we don't all make the decisions but you know we can celebrate it we have been there, haven't we? On, on, I mean, from our point of view on the podcast, we've been talking about this for absolutely ages, probably since last September, we've been talking about the milestone. Mm, we have, um, we have. So I we, think we, we're we in for a good about... year. <laughs> we we're in for a good year, you know. Yeah. I, th- I, 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 I can't, it can't be, can't, can't be any worse than 2022. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> How rude. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, and and we've started off strong, so yeah. I guess it's a bit early to judge. There'll be th- there'll be things throughout the year, I think, that's going to make it a year to remember. Mm. I have faith, and I agree with everybody on what they're saying. You know, it would be nice, yeah, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Thank you for listening. We will be back with more episode discussion from Summer Bay soon. Until then, join the discussion online at Coastal News Pod.